Hey everyone, this is Noor, and we're back for the summer season of the Radical Contemporary Podcast with Inertia and Egypt's Entrepreneur Awards, also known as the EEAs, bringing you some of the most influential, pioneering, and powerful minds in the country to take us through how they managed to achieve success and to strive for greatness. كنت دايما بفكر ان انا احلم بحاجه اكبر مني واكبر من من السيركل بتاعتي حتى يعني ف I wanted to bring Egypt back to the global fashion map. In this episode I speak to Egyptian fashion designer Farida Timroz, the founder and lead designer of Timroza, a couture and ready to wear women's brand that also designs evening wear and bridal dresses. Farida was the youngest and first Egyptian designer to successfully participate in London Fashion Week, Los Angeles Fashion Week, and New York Fashion Week twice, as well as the first Egyptian to win a first place award among 15 international designers in Paris Fashion Week. The brand also won the best female couture designer in New York Fashion Week. We speak about the intersection of fashion and social responsibility, entrepreneurship as it crosses over with motherhood, and what it takes to succeed in any industry as well as serve your country in the process. We have dressed Hollywood stars at the Oscars and the Emmys and the Grammys and the Golden Globes and the Vanity Fair and the City Gala in the in the BAFTA Awards in the you name it. And now to my conversation with Farida. Right now I'm speaking to Farida Timroz and yeah, I mean, I've been super excited about this interview because and I started in the fashion industry and I remember seeing your New York Fashion Week runway a few years ago and I and it was an Egyptian designer and it was one of the first times that like I felt really like our country was represented um, in a space like that. I've always thought of your brand as something that was very pioneering. So I'm really excited about this talk. Um, Me too. I wanted to ask you, first of all, Farida, what got you started um, in fashion? Busti, honestly, there is no one big reason why I started in the fashion industry. I just, I was born falling in love with it. And I remember when I was very, very young, I had a sketchbook that I got when I was seven Well, I started drawing illustrations. I don't know why. I don't know how. I just, fell in love with it يعني, the fashion and the illustration and and أنا, I like to delve deep into things but I, I never thought I would make a career out of it I was just doing it as a hobby uh, drawing illustrations since I was seven years old and then lifestyle I was majoring in uh, in integrated marketing communications, double minoring in business and psychology. I even graduated when I, yeah, I, I, I love fashion, but also I never thought that I would make a career out of it. I started working in a multinational company. I was very good at it, but I didn't feel that I was feeding my passion. I felt that I was more like going and working and coming back. And that's it. Uh, when I, so I took a decision. I'm going to go for my, I'm going to do my master's degree. Okay. And on the side, because it was back then when we started, 
uh, when I, I said, no, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to work for a multinational company. I'm going to run after my passion. I want to work in the fashion industry. I want to do something in the fashion industry. And above all, I want to represent my country in the fashion industry. Because right. back then when I started in 20, it was 2012. And did you found Timroza in 2012? Or did you call it something else? Or you just started a brand? No, it was Timroza. It was on the 23rd of December 2012. I founded the brand and it was called Timroza and I launched it on that day. And it was like, more like we launched in downtown mall and yeah. it was something very simple, yeah. And then, uh, and then I, I, I decided, yeah, this is, this is what I wanna, want to do for a career. But I had so much big dreams. So I wanted to bring Egypt back to the global fashion map. This was why my aim. This, is why, uh, this was my mission. And this was actually my vision too. Yani it was all endelved in this same concept. And yes, I love fashion, but with the fashion that I have as a, as, as a passion, I will add to it uh, my academia because I'm a very academic person as well. I've done my master's degree in fashion communication because I always see in education, let's do it in five years let's do it when we finish this project let's do it no because trust me it will definitely add on it will definitely add on by practice and by experience i've noticed this i had i overloaded myself in the past 10 years i was doing my master's degree establishing a brand writing a book (laughs) and bringing egypt back to the global fashion map and trust me Nothing is impossible. This is what I believe in. When did you feel like you could call yourself an entrepreneur? Yani you left, obviously, corporate life to focus on Timroza, the brand. So you use this education in fashion communication to build and market and, and reach out to the global fashion industry. At 2012, when you started, I think my country the fashion industry, Awi, and then globally Egypt had fallen off the map designers started picking back up inspiration from Egyptian heritage a few years later a collection started popping up in Lahoma the, the pharaonic inspired Chanel and the pharaonic inspired Zuhair Murad in later years I believe Timroza has created a trend yani I don't yeah. want to sound like like I'm not saying this out of anything because I'm saying this out of hard work practice and uh, out of doing a proper research and just finishing my book, I believe Timroza has created a trend in the fashion industry in Egypt and in the Arab world. Because when we started introducing this Egyptian brand, which is Timroza, to International Fashion Week, all the fashion weeks around the world, they didn't believe that this brand came from Egypt. So we changed the perception. We changed the stereotypical view until we became Egypt's official representative, not just at these international fashion weeks, but also by the minister and the ministry of foreign affairs here in Egypt. It's the first time ever they have an ambassador for the fashion industry. This is how the fashion industry is actually developing. When I I started the uh, Timroza, We haven't had a single international placement as a made in Egypt 
Egyptian brand on main red carpet event. Tumroza right. did this breakthrough. Tumroza ha- was the first Egyptian brand to be showcased on the main red carpet event. And the 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 the, the purpose of the brand is, yani you can see it is given. The no, we have dressed Hollywood stars at the Oscars and the Emmys and the Grammys and the Golden Globes and the Vanity Fair in the City Gala in the in the BAFTA Awards in the you name it we have over 390 international celebrity wearing from Timroza also for the Arabs we don't we, we're not only targeting Egyptians as well we are targeting we have Lebanese we have uh, Jordanians we have Bahrainis we have Kuwaitis we have we have all nationalities so that's the real challenge the working and the maintaining and actually having the same purpose working on it year by year and developing it making harder so this is where i believe tumbrosa has created the trend how did you access that first step to the international market like take me back a bit if you were going to new york for example and getting into the fashion week was your pitch an egyptian brand entering um the market or did you just show them your lookbook and they felt this was no they didn't at first when i pitched and when i started the uh, when when also timroza was the first brand to ever participate in international fashion we have done 12 fashion shows internationally although we don't have competitors who do this in egypt but we're very keen to keep on having this international standard that's why we're competing internationally uh, how i started back then and i always merge uh, my two main advantages which is my practice and my academia because right. as i told you before i teach fashion i've written a book i've just had uh, launched my um, my book which is called fashion branding and social media and it's made in egypt so this is how impressive it is a lot of actually universities and uh, and academic entities and institutions are looking forward to have this book so we launched it from ara de kitab international cairo international book fair and actually i was very very happy because i believe yani after six years of hard work and this is also another example of anything is possible i never thought it was possible honestly because i used to write a paragraph every day for for six years wow. i never thought that i would get it done, done this is called because it's difficult maybe it's an easy word to say but it's difficult to implement persistence persistence is always the key passion is always the key maybe i'm a person who's extra working herself or overloading herself with work and doing i have the passion and the persistence backing me up honestly Yeah. This is so how I pitched in in the international fashion scene is that I when I started I told you I merged both my practice and academia. I right. also de- tried to develop myself. Yani I took courses body shaping. I took courses fashion protocol and fashion psychology which is how to deal how how to dress up when when it comes to being a a a public figure. How to turn heads. How to Uh, make people perceive you as a loyal person how you make people perceive you as an attractive feminine lady all these is my specialty and and designing is my passion so i merged both education and practice 
And I actually pitched for all international fashion weeks worldwide. Okay. I sent, when I started, I sent an, a direct email to 128 international fashion weeks around the world. No six way. months later, I yes. And I pitched with the, with a portfolio. And six months later, I got accepted to London Fashion Week. And, all, and I always say, hard work pays off. When I went to London Fashion Week, we did amazing feedback for the people. And we had main media writing about Timbrosa. And, and the question that they always came to me and asked me, are you sure you're from the land of camels and pyramids? I was like, yes, we, were, we are more... We are way more than camels and pyramids, by the way. We have creative people. We have luxury. We have everything you basically have. So, yeah, I, I went to London Fashion Week. We did great feedback. So I got invited to Paris Fashion Week. There was a competition. I won first place award among 15 international designers. And it was the first and the youngest and the first Egyptian to ever participate in Paris Fashion Week and receive this recognizable award during Paris Fashion Week. Even Fashion TV did a huge, threw a, a huge party for Tim Rosa for the great success. And then we went to Los Angeles Fashion Week. This is where Hollywood stars started to notice Tim Rosa, started to wear Tim Rosa and start to actually ask for Tim Rosa. This is when you really know that you have succeeded, that you work on your product really, really well. And people try to pull your brand. Yes. You don't push them. You don't push people to wear your brand. They this is the wrong strategy, guys, because I see a lot of designers throwing themselves at the public figures just to have them wear their brand. If they're not convinced to wear your brand, then there is no need for them to wear your brand. Yeah. I can tell you I ha I've had mega, mega, mega star having the, my dress, the Marosa dress on only because they wanted us to pay just for them to say we're wearing the Marosa. They took off the dress because I don't I don't go with this strategy. Mm -hmm. Tim strategy is that when you wear Tim you are a proud woman. Yeah. So if we paid, then you're eliminating the whole purpose of being a proud woman. <laughs> part of your fashion communication background, but because it's PR and also, Yani, I think when a, when a celebrity wears a brand and you can tell that they're proud to wear it, it's very much yeah. different than if they wear it and you and everyone now can tell. If it's a paid promotion, if it's not. Exactly, exactly. Everything you're, see, you're seeing on Instagram or our, or, or our media communication, yeah. you would find people proudly wearing the brand because they believe in it. They believe in its story because every collection has a story. Now we're telling the story of woman empowerment. We're telling the story of the evolution of Egypt in the world. So actually... I use my collection to communicate the story of Egyptians and Egypt to the world. This is how I use fashion. And this is very important. This is very important when it comes to... Good night, Lala. Sorry, Noor. <laughs> uh, where did we stop? I wanted to ask you something, actually. I want you to tell me, what was the biggest obstacle you faced in building Timroza, the brand? Every day there is an obstacle. Every single day because, and every single day becomes harder because you get a, a more challenging obstacle and the brand becomes bigger. And now us being Egypt's official ambassadors, yeah, it, it, it puts the burden that we don't have to anymore. Yani, our strategy does not anymore belong to the brand solely. 
Right. Our strategy now belongs to the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm a proud Egyptian. And I, I, I'll do whatever it takes. That's why I'm launching, after the book, Yanur, we are launching something called Timroza Fashion Studio that I've launched actually six years ago. At AUC. But, yeah, yeah, it was launched at AUC. It is the academic part of Timroza as a brand. Amazing. And it's putting the academia to everyone. It's an educational arm for my brand. And also we will incubate other brands. That's the coming step. And we are also doing the full consult- consultancy thing. We are taking the brand. If the brand has whatever it takes, and right. we believe it's creative enough, but they, they're not very good with the branding, for example, or they are extremely good with the branding, but they have a, a, a weak product, for example. Yeah. For what, we, what we are trying to do now, we want Egypt to bring more of fashion people on the pay- on the table as Egypt's official Im- ambassador I'm I'm thinking bigger I'm thinking as a country I'm not thinking as a brand no more there is the brand Timraza and people are more than welcome to go and visit the brand anytime there's the ready to wear collection there's the customized pieces there is the swimwear there is the sportswear launching very soon we have also we have the beachwear collection we have ramadan collection so it's a brand on its own going on its own and you don't need farida to 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 do anything you have already the full system the full thing yeah. but now farida is concentrating on something else farida is concentrating on developing the fashion industry as a whole in egypt We yeah. did the first phase, which is bringing Egypt back to the global fashion map. Now, New York knows about Egypt. London Fashion Week knows about Egypt. Paris knows about Egypt. Copenhagen knows about Egypt, which is Denmark. Holland knows about Egypt because these, all these countries, Kuwait, Dubai, all these countries, we have worked on Project uh, Lebanon, country to country. They have seen Egypt efforts from a fashion perspective. But they know quite well now, all these countries know that Egypt has a fashion has a fashion sector. And it's not just any fashion sector, it's a strong one. I don't want to be the only designer, Egyptian designer, participating on an international platform. No. I want other designers to come with me. I want to introduce to all these international fashion weeks other very creative Egyptian designers. We want to show the world what Egypt and Egyptians are capable of doing. So that's why I launched my Timraza Fashion Studio, which is accompanied by the book. The book acts as a practical guide. Inshallah, it will be taught in universities because it's a, it's a, the material is the hard core material. Yani it's a, yani you have to be a minimum, a sophomore to, to, to get along the, the, the content of the book. You know, honestly, okay. I like you. Okay, one second, one second, I'm sorry. Lana, what's going on? Okay. What's her name? Lana. Lana? That's what I'm telling you. People think, by the way, now since you know you can listen to the, you can hear the baby and all this, people think that, that when you get a kid, it hinders you from success. Yeah. It's the complete opposite, by the way. Because you become... This kind of person who don't take bullshit as an answer. So how did you balance Ba'a, the brand that's, mashallah, obviously thriving? That's cool. And then having a kid. Busti, honestly, 
balancing because I'm a very clear and honest person. Mm. I wouldn't be saying to you, it's a piece of cake, you can do it. No, it's not. Mm. Anything that is not good, and anything that it, that is actually, you feel satisfied doing it, yeah. like creating your own company or developing a company in general. Yani I also, I was very satisfied when I worked in a multinational company before Tebroza because I made them for the first time ever in their history, number one market share. I'm a very dedicated person when it comes to work. Yani I'm, I'm, a, I'm a workaholic more than a social person. But that's why I'm telling you, hard work pays off. Yeah. Hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. I will say three times because everyone thinks that you're working hard and when you work hard, less motivated or demotivated. I'm working so hard. But you need to be patient. You know what I mean? Burnout, actually, it's a very healthy phase. Burnout. It's a very normal healthy i get i get i get sometimes burnout every week <laughs> sometimes i get burnout really sometimes every six months it changes okay yeah. so how how did i balance my work and my family and being a woman because by the way sometimes work doesn't end i can finish work at 3 a.m in the morning but here in egypt and living in egypt in the egyptian culture you would feel not comfortable going home to your family at 3 a.m. just because you're a woman. So yes. also, you don't need to take care of just the family and the work, but also it's that you need to, 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 to keep your status quo. <laughs> We're taking a break from the conversation to tell you a little bit more about Inertia. A community-driven developer, Inertia is focused on supporting entrepreneurship, cultivating culture, honoring the arts, empowering sports, and building an infrastructure that allows for seamless travel. Their latest development, Jafera, is set to be Egypt's first year-round beach town. For more information on Inertia's developments, call 19655 or visit their Instagram page at Inertia Egypt. And now back to my conversation with Farida. My main question is, when did you feel like Timroza made the breakthrough of like being a successful brand, like I'm talking about like, you know, there's always like a moment when like a big celebrity like Tyra Banks or whatever, where's your stuff? Or when someone really important calls you and says you're doing amazing. Actually, I'm very honest, Nike. And I work, I work really, really hard. And I think you've noticed in the past at a couple of days, even when I travel, I work from home. But it's, 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 I work, and people think you know, this happens overnight. Because when you work really, really hard, you don't feel the success as other people. Because it, it, it's more of how you work. So when it happens, You, 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 you don't take it and enjoy the moment of this establishment or this accomplishment. Until you look for the next move. <laughs> In this case, I become very greedy, by the way. Every day, I'm very thankful. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. When it comes to work, yes, it's very stressful. And it's, very, it's a lot of hard, hard work. But I get every day or even 
يعني every while I get really good phone calls. We do, we get really nice awards. يعني إحنا received we're the only Egyptian brand and the only Arab brand who received an award during Paris Fashion Week, and the only Arab brand that received an award during New York Fashion Week. And yeah. in New York Fashion Week, this edition, they had mega, mega, mega designers that have been there for 30 and 50 years. But Timroza also managed to win this award. Yeah. So every single step for me, it's hard work and it's enjoyable, but more of a hard work. Next, next step. Yeah. You don't pause and think, oh, wow, I succeeded. Well, I no, but I take what people tell me, the feedback and everything and try to make something bigger. What I'm trying to yeah. do here in Egypt is I'm trying to set the bar so high for, for Egyptians. Mm. Why? Because I believe this is where we ought to be. إحنا كمصريين لازم نبقى فوق أنا لما أنا لما بصيت على الحضارة المصرية ومصر من زمان كانت عاملة إزاي and when you know more about Egypt أنا I've been raised in a family who work for Egypt فاهمة قصدي؟ يعني literally فأنا بالنسبة لي يعني جدي جيش وكان بحارب ويعني فأنا بالنسبة لي هي مزروعة فيا يعني مصر مزروعة فيا وبجد ب- بشتغل من كل قلبي ليها مش لتمرازة بس لمصر يعني أنا yes. maybe 60% of the effort and time, on, and time I'm consuming because I want to develop the fashion industry as a whole يعني I've had a lot mm. of challenges يعني when I started going to London Fashion Week in 2013 Egypt didn't have an office for fashion weeks where you register your piece before you go out. I had oh. to build that way for all Egyptians, not just for me. And for me, I could have done some phone calls and managed it. But now, if you're, a, if, if you're an international, if you're a fashion designer, the, the, the Ministry of Trade and also the government as a whole have had mm-hmm. a, 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 a small office in the, in the airport where you can register all the pieces that you're going, on, uh, you're going out with for fashion weeks, for trade shows, so that when you come back in, no one messes with you. So you're safe. This on its own was a challenge because I had to go and talk to people in charge. What do you think of like, what's missing in the fashion industry here in Egypt that people need other than education, which is million for me as something that is definitely needed? I've created in my book, a model. A model that I believe would make the fashion industry thrive and make it flourish. This model, and I called it the eight P's. The eight okay. P's. If we have these eight P's, the fashion industry in Egypt and all fashion designers and all fashion brands and even people who love the fashion industry, they don't need to have their own brand because we have enough brands on the, on the table right now. But it's, it's, I want people to develop their own brand. Uh, and I want people to start working on the, the يعني, if, if, in the fashion industry. You don't have to create your own brand to work in the fashion industry. Finesse, are very good at managing. Finesse are very yeah. good at marketing skills. Now yeah. in Egypt, they thought 
because they have seen it as an example in all Timraza or Kaza brand Tanya. And in order to work in the fashion industry, you need to start from scratch. No, this is a very wrong. Be be a, a fashion buyer or be a marketing person. Yeah, we have a-, a lot, a lot of other departments that are still missing yeah. here in Egypt in the fashion industry. For Anna, I made the eight P's, which is a new model that I introduced in my latest book. And it's passion, your passion to keep going, your professionalism. Mm-hmm. When you tell a client you're going to deliver at 10 a.m. on the 25th, you deliver at 10 a.m. on the 25th. And this is what I've been doing for the past 11 years. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't had a single unsatisfied, extremely happy client. Right. This is number one. Proper presentation. You need to be properly presented. You need to have a, a good team, a well-represented team. The, the person who is representing the brand needs to properly represent the brand, to talk on the brand's behalf, and know when, how, why, what, where for the brand. Preparation. This is the five W's and H, to be always prepared. I used, when I started my brand, I used to put in my car, any product I don't have a single person from the family who work in the entertainment business. Yeah. I had to build my own path. I had to start knowing gatekeepers. I had to start knowing celebrities. I had to build my own name from scratch. And this is one I, mm-hmm. I saw myself as an entrepreneur because I was a one-woman show doing the cleaning, doing the marketing, doing the dresses doing the designing, doing the cash flow as a financer. So it doesn't be very well prepared and you have to be personal. If you want to succeed, you need to get personal. Uh, professional oh. is very important and we talked about it before, but personal as well. You have to feel since you are delivering a service of making ladies comfortable, confident and happy, you have to be personal with them. You have to understand what's their obstacle. And then if it's a customized dress and I have a client, I tell her what you're not comfortable in yourself. That's my fa- imp- me implementing my fashion psychology part. Proposition. You have to provide a unique selling proposition. What's your proposition? The cut, the fit, the design. When you see the design, you know this is a timraza. I always uh, found very, you know, it's extremely strong about your brand and the Fallon. Whenever you see someone wearing Timroza, you know it's your brand, which is so rare. Yeah, I mean, with fashion brands in the region, that mark, you know? Yes, because I always make sure that mm. we have this brand identity in every single project piece, product we create. Yeah, 100%. And yes, and we have also, you have to, the, the seventh P, which is going to be the PR. You have to have a proper PR so that you become a credible brand. Yani, me, us dressing up Carrie Underwood or Tyra Banks without meeting her, without it requires a lot of trust. It requires a lot of credibility because it's major exposure yes. on a brand they, that, that they had never heard of. So mm-hmm. this requires a lot of like trust mm-hmm. in between. Mm-hmm. And they haven't met me. They haven't sat with me. It was just an agreement. From, yes. It was a professional yes. agreement. They were in LA. I was in Cairo. That's the challenging part. That's yeah. the challenging part of dressing celebrities without needing to travel every single location. And understanding the Fallon, these things do take your brand to the next level. And they do. And you should 
focus on PR. And if you brands كتير, they don't believe in PR. And this is طبعاً, يعني, yes, it takes a ton. Of- إحنا, what we're trying to create, basically, mm-hmm. uh, one of my shareholders, uh, a very dear person to my heart, Nivine Tahri. The first time she sat with me, she told me, Timbraza will become the Chanel of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And this is our dream. It doesn't happen overnight. It requires a, a successful presentation after another, successful uh, a, a relationship after another. It requires a lot of hard work and maintenance. So yeah. that's the most important thing. And the last thing, which I always say it's the most important, because without it, you wouldn't survive, is patience. Mm. You need to be patient. If you saw every single day, I have a hundred to-do lists. Yeah, I try to make the hundred, but every time, every day, I return to my to-do list to make sure it's done. These are the eight P's. These eight P's, not just a fashion designer or a fashion lover, mm-hmm. any entrepreneur who have these eight P's will definitely thrive. Will right. definitely develop. Well, definitely, because you're not missing anything. You're providing people with what they want in an extremely professional, nice, patient, PR, everything. You have dealt everything in it. So I say that these AP are actually a necessity for everyone who wants to succeed. And I want to ask you something. So Dulwati, when, when powerful women wear your brand, Uh, I see that there's a, a very strong focus on women in your brand and that you always select women that are very successful, very strong, pushing the envelope, all of that. Is this a conscious decision? Walla, they, yani, it's kind of, of like... Course. That's an of course. Of course. Busti, Anna, tool Omri, I'm a very uh, practical person. Okay. But I've never... Yani, tool, yeah, I'm a very practical person without realizing if I'm a woman or a man. and then when I gave birth to uh, and I have a baby now and I have a family yeah it's very difficult for women to do what they want at the same time having the role which is written for them which which are they are born with it Mm -hmm. you have to do the the two things at the same time at the same time so when I gave birth honestly I wanted to يعني عارفه لما تعملي كده اللي هو زي ايه عايزه اعمل الستات بريد عايزه احتفل بيهم عايزه اقول لهم انتوا ابطال عايزه اقول لهم انه the, the world revolves around women without women nothing happens nothing takes place so yes I wanted to give tribute and show the world that Yes, we want to celebrate the era of women. So I created a term, by the way, which is called empowerment, which mm-hmm. is Timraza empowerment, which is the woman empowerment, which is the Egypt empowerment. This is the new term. But it's not just <laughs> me it. going to the office and creating dresses. Yeah. I'm telling you, I want to narrate a story. I want to show the world the story. In order to show the world, I don't want to show the story only to my colleagues and people here in Egypt. If I'm representing Egypt, then I need to show the world what Egypt is capable of doing. Egypt supports women. Egypt has the, the, is, is actually 
the, 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 the source of civilization. Egypt is the sun. Egypt is everything. For me, Anna, the love I have for Egypt, this is my real passion. And when people ask me, what's your real passion? Yeah, I love fashion. Yeah. I, I, I'm born with fashion being part of me. But Egypt is something else. Egypt for me, and sometimes Aslan, my, my husband, this was what keeps me going, honestly. Because I'm working, I believe I'm working for my country. Right. This is this is if you really if any person wants to reach the stars, we have to believe mm-hmm. that they can reach the stars. I think my last question for you is what's next for Farida? Not even Timraza the brand or the launch of the book, which is incredible. We'll put a link to it in the description or any of that. What's next for you, like as a woman? With you, what's next for me is that I want, as I told you before, I want Timraza uh, uh, to maintain its its position right now in Egypt and in the world, and even strive and even strive in Nahaya brand to become bigger and better okay i Anna, as a farida i have lots of dreams i don't i can't just tell you my dream and what what's my next step in just one word and i have because i have a lot of umbrellas under me my dreams get bigger every day and i have Timraza, which i have a dream for it the luxury fashion brand right. i want to see it in all department stores around the world i want to see main public figures wearing and believing in it and believing in its story and believing in its creativity and believing in, in its originality because I, yani I, I pay a lot of attention to originality. We are paying a lot of attention to becoming a trendsetter. I yeah. designed my collection three years before it's launched so that I'm not I'm not influenced by any surrounding. So it's right. really an original, genuine collection. That's for the Timbraza. For my, for my Timraza Fashion Studio, which is the academy, I have a dream of, of, of seeing all Egyptians uh, 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 excelling at all international platforms. That's, and under the uh, supervision of Timraza Fashion Studio, that's another dream. And I have another dream, of course, which is my main priority, which is my daughter. I want to... For me, I want to concentrate with her. I want to, I want to raise a leader. I don't want to just, like, I don't want to just be a mom. I'm a mom and I have a baby and I need to take care of her and that's it. I want, I am trying so hard. That's why I take her with me every, everywhere. I don't want to be this kind of mom who, who lives her daughter and just to go work. No, she is my priority and I understand this. And I know how difficult it is to keep with all these things. But this is what I'm trying to do. Right. So my next step is definitely focusing on my daughter, focusing on the academy that I'm trying to build and, and building other fashion Egyptian designers to that would excel on an international platform. Yeah. And definitely uh, 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 show uh, Timbraza 
as Egypt's leading fashion brand always and forever in short. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe, give us a review, shoot me a text or direct message us on Instagram at Radical Contemporary where we'd love to hear your feedback and the topics you'd like to listen to. Also, you can check out our website www.radicalcontemporary.com where all of our content is available. Finally, we'll be hosting a new guest every week, so stay tuned.